Have you ever heard of the world champion of public speaking? Toastmasters has contests every year that recognize the best speaker of the year. This contest starts at the club level and goes all the way up to the International Speech Contest, which is held annually at the International Toastmasters Convention. Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast about Toastmasters education program pathways. I'm your host, Kim Cradgey. The speech contests have been a part of Toastmasters for a very long time. For some members, this competition is an important part of their Toastmasters experience. There are pretty much three attitudes about the contests. Some people love them. Competition has been bred into their bones and they are in it to win it. Then there are some people who loathe the contests, whether they're disappointed in what has happened in the past or they just don't want to compete, they don't have any interest in it at all. And then there's a group in the middle that really doesn't have much of an opinion either way. I think attitudes change about the contest over time. Sometimes people love them. Sometimes people hate them. This year, I'm pro-contest, and I'm going to enter all the contests that District 10 offers. Now, traditionally, District 10 has offered two contests in the Spring District Conference, Evaluation, and the International Speech Contest, which every district is required to participate in. I don't know what we're doing this year in District 10. I hope it's Evaluations because I like that one. If you're intrigued by the contests, tell your club officers that you want to compete. They may put out a call for contestants, or if they don't think there's anybody interested, they just might let it go. You may be the only competitor for your club. Now, the club has two options. They can appoint a single competitor to go on to the area contest. That's good because then you're guaranteed the slot, But if they decide to have a contest anyway, would give you a chance to practice giving your speech. Always an important thing. If you disqualify yourself by going too long or going too short, then you don't get to move to the area competition. Talk to your club officers about what's best for you. After you win the club contest, you move on to the area contest. We haven't talked about the organization of Toastmasters International here on the podcast, so we're going to take a brief digression because the contests follow the same path of organization. You know the club level because you're in a club. A group of four to six clubs are grouped together and it's called an area. A group of four to six areas is grouped together and called a division. And then a group of four to six or seven or eight divisions are called a district. Now, these numbers are very fuzzy, and they change yearly based on clubs that open and close over the course of the year. Every year, there's a realignment of the district where new clubs are folded into areas or clubs that have closed are taken out. Adjustments happen. You compete at the area, division, and the district level. Now, why am I telling you about this? Because some contests don't go past the district level. The only one that goes further is the International Speech Contest, and that would be why international is in its name, right? 
The international speech contest also differs from the other contests because there's a requirement before you can enter. Under the pathway system, you have to have completed two levels of any pathway to qualify. Under the classic program, you had to complete six speeches. Essentially, it's the same number of speeches. I don't know if the old requirement of six speeches in the classic program will continue after 2020, but it's good for this year. There are four other official Toastmasters contests. Tall Tales, the Humorous Speech Contest, Table Topics, and Evaluations. The times for the humorous and the international speech contests are the same as they are in the club. You should be shooting for five to seven minutes with a 30-second grace period before or after, which means four and a half minutes to seven and a half minutes. The table topics contest requires you to speak from one minute to two and a half minutes. Evaluations need to be two to three and a half minutes. Tall tales, on the other hand, which is not a speech that we frequently see in the clubs, should be two and a half minutes to five and a half minutes. I don't know of any districts that have all five of these contests, but there may be some out there. Every district is required to hold the international contest, but the others are optional. Do you want to enter the contests? If you want, I'm sure you've got a lot of questions about how the contests work and how to pick a topic. If you're entering the table topics contest, well, they give you the topic. Now, personally, I think however, whoever organized this did a really clever job because it makes it fair for everybody. The contest master will ask the sergeant at arms to escort all the contestants out of the room. Once they're secluded and cannot hear the prompts, the first contestant will be brought to stand at the back of the room. The contest master will announce the speaker's name and the prompt, then repeat the prompt and end with the speaker's name. For example, Kim Cragy, Insects. Insects, Kim Cragy. Then you have time to walk from the back of the room to the front of the stage to think about what you're going to say. The timer doesn't start until you give the timer some signal. Usually it's movement or you raise your eyes. You can buy a few seconds by keeping your head down, but when you look up, the timer should start the clock. The timing signals are the familiar green, yellow, and red. When the red comes on, no further signals are given, like when you've gone beyond the 30-second grace period. Ask me how I know by one second, but I'm not bitter, only at myself. When the first speaker is done, the next speaker is brought into the room and the process is repeated for every contestant. This way, the last speaker doesn't know the prompt in advance and doesn't have the advantage of additional prep time. Evaluations need prep time, though, right? You have to listen to a speech and then try to figure out what you want to say and your points of growth and how to wrap it all up. So again, this part of the contest is pretty ingenious. A test speaker gets up and gives a five to seven minute speech about any topic. After the test speech, the contestants are escorted from the room for five minutes on the clock. They can take no their notes from the speech and do whatever they want with them. But at the end of five minutes, the notes are confiscated by the sergeant at arms. Then just before each evaluator goes in, separately, their notes are returned to them. 
the other evaluators remain secluded until it's their turn and they cannot hear the speaker at the time. Again, the timer starts the clock at the first word or action and you have two to three and a half minutes to speak. No level or project is announced for the test speaker. So you have to use evaluation skills that are pretty general. It's not like there's a criteria for this project that you get to look at. The speaker can use this as a project speech. They just have to get somebody else to give a written evaluation because every evaluation contestant is about to give you an oral evaluation. Personally, I love this. We used to be called a target speaker, but I guess somebody felt that that was too, I don't know, uh, violent or something. Whatever they call the speaker, you get to hear several evaluations of the same speech, and everybody will bring their own points of growth. If I hear the same comment several times, I know there's something to work on. But I also get a lot of points of view at one time, which is why I really enjoy being the test speaker. Tall tales and humorous contests focus on specific types of speeches. Tall tales probably exist in every culture, but I'm most familiar with the American style. Mostly ghost stories or campfire stories, stories of the impossible and often with wild twists. Humorous speeches have mostly become stand-up routines. This annoys me, but I think I'm in the minority. All of the contestants for the speech contests stay in the same room for the contest. The contest master introduces the speech and the speaker by saying the speaker's name and then the title, then the title and then the speaker's name. So you don't have to write an introduction, but then you can't count on the introduction to lay the foundation for your speech. I did once hear a contestant who submitted a 40-word title for his speech. And then the first thing he did in the speech was make fun of himself for writing such an absurd title. He didn't win, but he got some big laughs. Starting a speech with a laugh helps. Finally, let's talk about the big one, the international speech contest. This is the one that goes all the way to the top. The final stage is the international convention. This year, that was Denver, and Aaron Beverly took first place. I've linked a video to his presentation in the podcast show notes. Personally, I think this is one of the best I've ever heard. Instead of lots of antics and emotional drippings on the stage floor, it was a simple story with a profound lesson. As you can tell, this is a very subjective speech judging process. Most of the international speeches now tend toward inspirational speeches with stories about overcoming adversity heart-wrenching, deep stories. Keep that in mind. But what you really need isn't a heart-wrenching story. It's the judge's ballot. What? You can see the judge's ballot? You sure can. If you log into Toastmasters.org and search for the judge's ballot, you can download each of them at no charge. Study these sheets because the vast majority of judges use it as their exclusive way to determine the winners. I should say that it's not required for a judge to use this paradigm to pick a winner. In fact, a judge can use any criterion they want to decide who is the top speakers on their ballot. As well as looking at the ballots, take a look at the judge training videos on the Toastmasters website. You'll find these under the Leadership Central tab from the main menu. Pick Speech Contests, 
and then speech contest tutorials. There's also a presenter's guide to the speech judge training. That's item number 1190A. When you understand what the judges are looking for in a speech, you can craft your speech that will make them give you high marks. Is there anything else I should say about Toastmasters contests? Yes. After every speaker, there is one minute silent pause for the judges to fill out their ballots. After the final speaker, there's a break that will last as long as necessary for the judges to complete their ballots and then for them to be collected. This contributes to the Toastmasters contests running long. The judges are instructed to be as fast as possible, but it does take time. If you want props, talk to the sergeant at arms before the contest begins. It's their responsibility to position what you need on the stage. Do not start speaking until your props are where you want them. Always ask for a microphone and use it. This is one tip that I cannot emphasize enough. If one is available, it's because the room is known for being hard to hear. That's why they put a sound system in. Lavalier mics are always the best, but a handheld microphone is better than having a judge in the back of the room who is unable to hear you. Know your rights about protesting a speech. I strongly urge you to read the rule book for this year's contests. That is also available at toastmasters.org. You can protest a competitor's speech if you believe an excessive amount of content has been taken from another source. Know your rights. Know the rules. Finally, plan for the contest to go about 50% longer than you might expect. Club contests will generally fill a single meeting, or maybe two if you're doing evaluations or if you have a bunch of competitors. They might break the contests apart, so that you do evaluation at one and international speech contest at the other. If you're at the area or division level, challenges and complications drag out contests. So if you have to leave, tell the contest master before you go. I don't know that you're disqualified for leaving before the awards are presented, but if you're being challenged, Failure to answer that protest may lead to your disqualification. Toastmasters have been hosting contests for decades, long before Pathways. I hope they always have them. Toastmasters contests add a lot of value to the members, even to those who don't compete. Why? Well, we'll talk about that on the next episode. This is the first of at least two podcasts where I will cover contests. Tune in next week for the point of view of the judge and the contest master. The mechanics of a contest are all in the contest rule book. I did say to read that, right? Thanks for listening to Toastmasters 101 podcast. You and your friends can subscribe for free at toastmasters101.net slash subscribe. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10.